Women Who Launch and Lead, the podcast for women ready to change the world by women who are changing the world. Listen in each week on iTunes, Google, Spotify, Breaker, or Stitcher as we connect with women making it happen in life, business, and career. Relate to their struggles, learn their strategies, and celebrate their successes. Then show your love by subscribing and leaving a review. Now, here's your host, Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Hello, hello, hello. This is Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon, and we are here for another episode of Women Who Launch and Lead. And today we have with us Laverne Henderson, who is a licensed hypnotist and the owner of L-Hypnosis. Laverne, we're so happy to have you here today with us. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Great. Um, Now, you are a hypnotist. And you are the only hypnotist that I know. <laughs> um, so, and you know, I know, I know that they exist. No, people know that they exist. Like we've heard about hypnotists and um, hypnotism, I guess is what it's called. And, you know, most of what I think the average person knows is probably what they've seen on TV, which is likely not the most accurate thing <laughs> to help us understand what it is you do, right? So I want you, um, you know, to share with us about your work, of course, but, you know, before your work, tell us who you are, who is Laverne, and then I want you to tell us what you do as a hypnotist and, you know, really explain or help us to understand what it is. Will do. Laverne Henderson is a recently retired woman, number one. So I'm very, very happy uh, to have transitioned into this point in my life. And I'm also a happily single woman. I will say that. I, I discovered in my 30s that I have what's called the gift of singleness. I knew based on three factors, actually, based on my birth order, being the oldest of four, I had a lot of responsibility growing up, Mm -hmm. helping, you know, to babysit for and take care of my younger siblings. So that was like a lesson, a big lesson for me. And and I know that it made a huge impact on my decision that I didn't want to have children. So that's number one, birth order. And number two, I'm an introvert. And I knew that very early on. Now, I'm fully aware that introverts get married and have families all the time. But for me, just having that semblance of control in my life and the peace and the quiet and the ability to make my own decisions, that was number two. And and number three is just basically being what I call a realist. Most people are optimistic. I'm what they society calls us pessimists, but I prefer realist. Mm -hmm. And I just always knew that my general outlook on life may not have been the best kind of outlook for me to get married and have children. You know, knowing myself so well is what I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm. I made that decision in my early thirties and here I am 40 plus years later and, and, can honestly say that I have no 
regrets on making the decision to stay single. Hmm. I am, and now what I do at this point is I am a hypnotist. I am a licensed hypnotist. And like you said, I started off watching way too many YouTube videos where I saw what is classified as entertainment hypnosis. Mm-hmm. You have a person on the stage and they call people up and before you know it, they're barking like dogs and clucking like chickens or they they put them into a deep, you know, trance state mm-hmm. and they wake up and they forget their name or something. And I'm like, okay, that's interesting. But I knew that there had to be more to hypnosis than that. So after doing a lot of research, I learned that it's also used therapeutically. And that's what interested me. I am definitely into natural holistic remedies. And when I discovered that hypnosis can either drastically reduce or totally eliminate things like anxiety, stress, insomnia, low self-esteem, phobias, pain, and addictions like smoking or overeating. Once I really, you know, through my research, learned how powerful hypnosis is, I was in, you know. And so I decided to actually become licensed, excuse me, which I did a couple of, I I would say probably about two, almost three years now that I've been licensed. And it basically taught me that we have two parts to our mind. We have a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. Now the conscious mind is, believe it or not, where only about 10% of your memory is stored. And this is what, this is, this is like autopilot. You know, everything we do every waking day, we don't even have to think about it. We get up, we go to work, we cook, you know, whatever your daily routine is, your conscious mind is awake and functioning during that time. And like I said, only 10% of your memory is there because the majority of it you already know how to do and it's routine. Mm-hmm. But when we talk about the subconscious mind, and we also call it the super conscious mind in hypnosis, this is where 90% of your memory is stored. I call it that's the database. Everything that ever happened to you whether good, whether bad, whether traumatic or whether triumphant, does not matter. Anything that had a major impact on you is stored deep within the recesses of your subconscious mind. Now, you don't recall this every single day, obviously, excuse me, obviously, but it's there. And as a hypnotist, what I do is I first get you into a deeply relaxed meditative state. Some people call it a trance, but you're still aware of what's going on. And once I get you into that trance state, I speak directly to your subconscious mind. Based on what you've told me, you know, during the intake process, whatever issue that you're dealing with or maybe it's low self-esteem and, and you, you, you were raised a certain way by parents or, or caregivers who were not affirming. And, you know, you were constantly told that you were stupid or ugly or whatever the case may be. Once you acknowledge that that trauma is there 
As a hypnotist, I can help you replace those traumatic beliefs and experiences with positive ones and give you the affirmations that you need, give you the tools and the technique. You also have to play a part in your own healing by using your imagination, your focus, and your visualization to help you overcome those negative influences that may have led to you smoking or may have led to a particular phobia that you have or whatever it is you're dealing with. So that's what really drew me into hypnosis. Mm -hmm. I also understand that people have negative connotations about hypnosis. They feel that it could be mind control or something evil. But I learned that your subconscious mind is so powerful that it will always protect you. You will not do or say anything under hypnosis that you would not ordinarily do or say. For an example, if I get you relaxed and, and hypnotized and I ask you for your social security number, guess what? It's not going to happen. Your eyes are going to pop open and you're probably going to look at me and say some unmentionable things to me. But, you know, the session will be over at that point because, you know, you do not give anyone your social security number. So that's the best example I can give. And another one is that if you resist hypnosis, if you don't allow yourself to relax, if you don't allow yourself to slow down your breathing and visualize and imagine the things that I'm asking you to, guess what? Hypnosis is not going to work for you. And that's another example of how powerful your subconscious mind is. If you feel that you need to protect yourself from hypnosis, it's not going to work. I'm not a magician. I cannot control your mind. You know, so I want to put those fears to rest, you know, stereotypes that people have about hypnosis. So uh, I'm, I'm just passionate about it and to use as a vehicle to help people. And even before I retired, about six months before my retirement, I suffered horribly with insomnia. And I knew that in my mind, I was already retired and just having to get up and go to work every day was so awful for me. So I used my, I used self-hypnosis mm -hmm. while I was laying in bed every night, tossing and turning and couldn't shut off my conscious mind because I was focusing on, you know, having to get up the next morning and work waiting for me and blah, blah, blah. So I would lay there and it's re basically a three-step process. I slowed down my breathing, number one. We have a tendency to take short, shallow breaths or not breathe at all because we're so tense and anxious about stuff. So I focused on my breathing, number one. Number two, I relaxed my body from head to toe. It's called progressive relaxation. And I know that my stress areas or the tension areas, I sometimes grind my teeth. I hunched my shoulders up, so I knew physically those areas that I had to work on relaxing. So I would do that from head to toe. That's number two. And the third thing is just positive affirmation and visualization. So I would say out loud to myself while in bed, you are going to rest tonight. 
You do not need to worry about what happened at work today. You certainly don't need to focus on what you have to do tomorrow. All you need to do is be present. You're in bed, you're safe, you're warm. Slow down your breathing, relax your body, and you will get restful, restorative, deep sleep. Over and over again, I repeated that affirmation. I visualized myself relaxing and sleeping. And guess what? It works. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's how I use self-hypnosis to get myself through insomnia, you know, in the months leading up to my retirement. So, and I'm going to stop talking here because I feel like I've been going on and on and on and on, but that's who I am and that's what I do. Okay, great. Thank you for sharing. Um, the background about what hypnosis is um, and really clarifying that for not only myself, but for the audience as well. Um, I think that it's very important that when we're talking about things that we actually know what we're talking about. <laughs> um, and I guess I think, you know, most, most of us probably feel like, you know, what we've seen on TV with yes people barking like dogs and acting crazy is, is what it is and what it's about. Um, mm -hmm. And not recognizing that there is a therapeutic um, type of hypnosis that can be used to aid um, in healing and wellness and, and wholeness. So thank you for that. Now, on your, your journey, because um, this is what you know, I don't know if you use this term, but I like to use this term. I think I'll use it for myself when I reach this point. Um, you know, the second act, you know, you're in retirement, but, you know, here you are now um, with your own business and operating as um, a hypnotist and serving people in that way. What has been one of the challenges that you faced um, in kind of restarting in this whole new arena? That's a good question. I, I've kind of, when I look back over my life, I've kind of been a serial entrepreneur in and out. You know, I, I had diff way back in the day, I used to sell long distance phone service, you know, before everything was unlimited. Um, <laughs> I also had a voiceover business over 10 years ago. I started a voiceover business to, to do that at home. And so hypnosis is kind of the third or maybe even the fourth business that I've started. Mm -hmm. But the difference I think is that being retired now, I, have, I can give it my full attention and my full focus. And I'm so, so, not that I wasn't passionate about the others, but this one just really holds a special uh, place in my heart, I think, because I really want to help as many, especially women. I, I feel uh, there, there's so many women that we're under tremendous stress and anxiety, you know, raising families and taking care of others and not practicing enough self-care and all of that. And I try to combine my uh, hypnosis with being a single woman you know, at this point in my life. So, and have, you know, I've never been married. I don't have children. It's not that I can't really relate to that. I have so many friends who are, you know, spouses and mothers or single parents, and they are struggling so much. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. And I just feel that what I can bring to the table, if I could mentor anyone or talk to anyone about how to navigate, to best navigate as a single person, whether you're widowed, never married, you know, divorced, between partners, doesn't matter. My philosophy is that we are all single. You know, whether you're married, you are a single individual. So many people have said to me they're, they, they're married, but they still feel like they're single because they're not getting what they need from their spouse. Or you could be in a crowded room of people at, or surrounded by friends and family and still feel alone. And to me, that means that you're not quite inhabiting your singleness. You're not comfortable with it. You know, and not everybody wants to be single. I get that too. But I want to bring that kind of wisdom and experience to the table. And if there's issues with the stress and anxiety and insomnia and all of that, I want to bring my profession to the table as well as a hypnotist to help you get through apart from the singleness. You know, these these this is what I bring to the table. And I'm at a point in my life where I fully want to use my talents and abilities to help others. Hmm. Awesome, awesome. Now, what have you, if anything, um, have you dealt with in having um, people understand what you do and being able to recognize their need for your services? I think that hypnosis is still classified as alternative or new age. I don't, I don't know the correct terminology, mm -hmm. but it's not the first thing on people's mind in terms of a modality to treat what they're dealing with. You know, um, they almost would rather go to a doctor or take medication or, you know, do other things, but realizing that you have the power within within your subconscious mind to kind of heal yourself in essence, or at least to practice self-care and to take an active role in your healing is not always the first thought in people's minds. So that is definitely an obstacle for me as a hypnotist, mm -hmm. uh, helping people understand what it is and that it is totally natural and that it is very effective. And I, I don't know what the answer to that is, but it is definitely an obstacle. Right, right. So what are some of the things that you've tried to do uh, to help overcome that? Educating and informing. I, I do have an online course. It's called Discover Hypnosis. It's a 30-day course. And it basically, once a week, I do a class via video. It's online. And I talk about the, what hypnosis is, number one, how it's been used throughout the ages and all of the different issues that it can help with. So you get four courses, one a week. And in addition to that education and information, everyone who enrolls in the course also gets a 30-minute online hypnosis relaxation session. So in addition to the education and, and uh, information, you get to experience it for yourself. So that is really kind of what I do. Just, just give, let, you know, because I'm a lifelong learner and I always like learning and trying new things. And I think that 
if it's presented in the right way and if people have that trust in you and they're willing to, you know, give it a try, then that's probably the easiest thing for me. And then building relationships and just talking to people about hypnosis Mm -hmm. and explaining that I use it. I do self-hypnosis and I was skeptical too. I have to be honest and say that even going through the certification, we would practice on each other. the the students in the class. And I can remember resisting a little bit in the beginning because I honestly thought that hypnosis was for weak-minded or weak-willed individuals Mm -hmm. who were easily swayed and, you know. And finally, the instructor had to say to me, it's not going to work if you resist it, you know. And that's just what I said earlier. And it's true because our minds are so strong that you can resist anything you want to resist, you know, mentally. And once I learned that you have to be willing, and if you have a good imagination and visualization and focus, which I do, it's going to be that much more beneficial to you. So once I let go of all of that and and just went with it, it was so much better. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what I I got from what you said and what I want to make sure that the the listeners tuning in um, heard as well was, you know, if you, you have this idea, this business that is not perhaps as mainstream as some other things and, you know, people don't understand it. Um, they have some preconceived ideas about what it is that it may be more challenging um, to, to market and promote what you're doing. So there are some additional things that, that you have to do. And you specifically mentioned educating and informing but then also experiencing so you have the online course so that's the way to educate and inform and tied into that an actual experience with the modality so people can know for themselves and make a determination for themselves whether or not it works and if it's for them so you know i think that's something that you know i want to make sure that our listeners are hearing that um, even though you may have something that may be more challenging and promoting that, you know, you, you don't have to just give up on it, <laughs> that there are some things you can do, um, may take a little bit longer. You may have to be a little bit more creative in how you approach it, but there may have to be this level of educating people about what you do before you can really, you know, the doors, the doors open for you. Um, and being able to attach the experience to that makes the education even more more powerful. So thank you for sharing those strategies with us. Now, the next thing I think I'd like to, to ask you um, is because you, you mentioned um, self-care and your use of you know more holistic types of modalities in your own life what is one of your favorite self-care strategies (laughs) i would say sleeping (laughs) (laughs) i know that's funny now that i'm retiring um actually i have two the first one would probably be bubble baths i am so into that aromatherapy thing and something about soaking in a hot tub with the bubbles and the candles and the music. So that's probably number one. And number two would be now that I'm retired and have the time, 
taking a nap whenever I feel like it, you know, get catching. I know you can never really catch up on missed sleep, but getting as much as I want. So, and those are purely, you know, people will call them selfish things to do, but I call it self-care. Mm-hmm. So say enjoying a nice bath and getting a, as many naps as I can possibly stand. That's my self-care routine. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, I, I hear you on the naps for sure. <laughs> I'm hoping I don't have to wait until retirement to get back to enjoying those. (laughs) Now, what are three of your favorite things in the world? Not people, but things. Mm. I love nature. Mm -hmm. I love to read. And I love one-on-one conversations. I'm an introvert. I don't need to go out with five or six, seven people. Don't particular for parties. I'm not a chit chatter, you know, but give me one other person and let us have a really deep intellectually stimulating conversation. Mm-hmm. And I am over the moon. Mm-hmm. So those are my f- three favorite things. Awesome. Awesome. So where do you see yourself five years from now? Five years from now, I see myself with a flourishing hypnosis business, number one. I see myself with a podcast. I see, and that's much sooner than five years from now, but I also see myself combining my singleness and using that to become a speaker, a motivator, an influencer. So between the singleness the hypnosis, just combining the two Mm -hmm. and having them both flourish. Mm. That sounds great. And I'm I'm sure you're going to make that happen in less than five years. (laughs) I think so too. Yes. I just wanted to say, I did start a new Facebook uh, page and it's called Happily Single Hypnotist. And I'm already, you know, laying the foundation and the groundwork to combine the two of those. So that's something I did a couple days ago, actually. Mm -hmm. So I'm known as the happily single hypnotist. (laughs) Okay. All right, listen, so tune into that. (laughs) Happily single hypnotist. Now we're going to switch over to our wordplay segment and I'm going to share two words or phrases with you. And I'd like you to share with us Um, what those words mean to you. The first word is meditate. Mm. Meditate is the basis, meditation is the basis of hypnosis. So when you say meditate, I immediately go to hypnosis and healing. Mm. What does... um, if you were to describe to someone um, what the process of meditation is, what would you say? Meditation is slowing down, slowing down your breathing, relaxing your body, and allowing your mind, your visualization, your imagination, and your focus to soar while you're in that still, quiet space. Mm, okay. Now, the second word is free. Hmm. 
free to me means control. I know that's kind of an oxymoron, but when you're really free, it means you have control and you can choose where you want to go, what you want to do. So even though you're free, your freedom is a result of having control in mind. Mm, that's really good. <laughs> Otherwise, you're not free. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, I know that you have something special for our listeners. Um, tell us what that is and how they can get it. I offer a free consultation and it can be done over the phone, via video, doesn't matter. This is where I basically introduce you to what hypnosis is and is not. And the first part of that consultation is a susceptibility questionnaire. And it's just yes or no questions. And based on the number of yes responses you have, it's a very good indication for both of us of how susceptible you are to hypnosis. Things like, do you find yourself met, uh, you know, daydreaming throughout the day? Do you get lost in a good book or a good movie? Um, another example would be, have you ever been driving and you miss your turn or your exit because your mind was a milk, you were thinking about something else. So those kinds of experiences are really good indicators that you're susceptible to hypnosis, number one. And in addition to that questionnaire, I also do a really fun exercise. It's called an imagination exercise, where I give you various scenarios and have you imagine yourself there interacting in different ways. And then when we're done with the scenario, I ask you questions on what you saw and how, what you experienced. And based on your responses, again, it tells me how strong your imagination and visualization is. And that's really a fun thing to do. I enjoy consultations a lot because it shows me, number one, that you have an interest in learning more about hypnosis. And, you know, and that's always, that's a definite step in the right direction when you, you know, take advantage of that free consultation. And how can our listeners uh, sign up for the consultation? Okay, that would be via my website, which is L, which is the first initial of Laverne, and then the word hypnosis. So it's L-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S dot com, L-Hypnosis dot com. Also, I'm on Facebook at, under, as I mentioned, Happily Single Hypnotist is my uh, one of my pages, and my personal page is Laverne. L-A-V-E-R-N-E, and my middle name is Denise, so it's Laverne Denise. You can find me there as well. I'm also on Instagram, and uh, Instagram is L-Hypnosis, and Twitter is also L-Hypnosis. Okay, awesome, awesome. So, ladies who are tuning in, if you want to learn more about hypnosis and about working with Laverne, definitely take advantage of the free consultation that she is offering for you. Um, 
just get your questions answered. Don't predetermine and prejudge, you know, what this is, what it's about and how it may or may not help you. Talk to the expert, learn what you need to learn and then make a decision. Um, and I, I know that Laverne is going to make sure that you understand <laughs> what hypnosis is um, and how it can help you. So Laverne, I wanna thank you for your time today, for joining us, for sharing um, about your experience and your story and for giving us the clarity that we need about what some might even consider to be kind of a taboo subject. Um, so I appreciate you bringing light to that and understanding and clarity for us today. Thank you so much, Dr. Sharita. It has been my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for Women Who Launch and Lead with Dr. Sharita Weatherspoon. Be sure to subscribe to the show so you don't miss an episode and leave your positive review so we can continue to bring you impactful and powerful content. Don't forget to connect with us on Facebook and Instagram at Coach Sharita. Learn more about how you can work with Dr. Sharita at SharitaWeatherspoon.com. As always, learn, launch, lead.